I think sometimes we have this idea like no job is perfect and we shouldn't look for our work actually to fulfill us. I always tell people your career is one aspect of the larger ecosystem of your life. So think about what it is that you really want and then have a conversation with where you're at to see if you can actually get that fulfilled where you are. From Ellis International, this is the Career Success Podcast. I'm Lauren Stiving, and on today's show, how Carol Parker, CEO, Chief Career Strategist, and Mindset and Confidence Coach, describes to us how employees' priorities have changed and what enterprises and leaders should have in mind to keep their teams committed and engaged during this great resignation. Welcome, Carol. It's good to meet you. You know, I've seen as well in my line of work, working in recruitment have been contacted by many, many people. And I think, you know, millions of people are reevaluating their lives now, you know, their lifestyles, their careers. Why do you believe that the pandemic has had this effect on people? I think there's two reasons. I think one at a very baseline human level is that I think there's always been this theoretical belief that, you know, life is short and that we only have so much time to live, so to speak. But I think the pandemic changed that theoretical conversation to a very real one. I think there was truly people were thinking about the rest of their lives and how they want to live their lives. And it just became much more critical in knowing that, well, time is limited, that we only have one bite at this apple. So people start really reflecting on how they want to live their lives and and what they want to contribute to. I think the other thing too, is that when we were in lockdown, the way we had to learn to live, work, communicate and everything else really shift our perception and our perspective on how we can live. And it actually expanded, I think, our ideas and the possibilities that we thought maybe we didn't have available to us before. So that expansion of perspective, as well as this reality of the time that we have left, I think really threw people into, people most say it's this existential crisis of, you know, I really want to make sure that this life that I have here is lived and at its highest level and that I'm fulfilled as much as I possibly can be. So I think those were the two things that really have made this pandemic so unsettling and expansive for so many people. Yeah. And I've even seen, you know, it was very different than other times where I think, you know, people are always reflecting on their careers as a headhunter, you know, end of the year, very normal time to be contacted by people. They're thinking about the Mm -hmm. next year, whatever it may be, end of the year is always like the time to do it. So you always see like a kind of peak in those types of conversations. But I've never seen so many people at once, you know, really jumping ship, I, I would say. So a lot of people just saying, hey, I've, you know, quit my corporate job, not really fully thinking about what to do next. What would you suggest to people? Because for me as a recruiter, I'm very nervous by this, you know, so it's usually <laughs> like you do everything in a very planned way as a career advisor. You know, I'm advising people in their career, not necessarily just from one day to the next jump ship and say, I'm going to figure it out. Right. What would you suggest? I'm not a big fan of that either, although I will at all in full disclosure, I kind of did that myself when I started my business, but that was a long time ago. That wasn't in the <laughs> pandemic. But I say there's a couple of things. I'm all about having a conversation with people to build a bridge. Build a bridge from where you are to where you're going so that you have something to walk across of. I know people say jump and the wings will appear, but I don't think that always happens. So I'm I'm more likely to advise to build a bridge. I would say first, check your finances, make sure they're in order. If you are living paycheck to paycheck, if you are struggling, you know, if you do not have that in order, you don't have a savings or something that's going to support you, it's going to be problematic. So the first thing I do is like check the house 
to make sure it's stable before you decide to make any moves, particularly if your income at the place that you're with is supporting that house. So make sure the house yeah. is stable and can handle it. But the other thing I believe too, in this economy that we're in right now, there's an opportunity, right, with the gig economy and portfolio careers and, and the opportunity to really leverage the skills that you have in multiple ways, as opposed to just one particular employer. It's an opportunity to maybe revisit how you work with your current employer. Maybe instead of yeah. leaving, there may be a different way that you can engage with your employer where you already are. And maybe there's some other skill sets and some other things that you can do on a part-time basis, on a freelance basis, on a different level that may be more attuned to the way that you want to live and work and that makes you more fulfilled. So I say check with where you are and see if there's a different way to work there. And then see what other opportunities, maybe if you want to add on a part-time or a freelance or some other type of position, so that that way you're expanding what it is that you love to do in other places, creating additional income in another economy really for your household. And you're doing it in a way that still allows you to have great relationships with where you're at, making connections where you're at, and still maybe finding a way to have fulfillment in where you're at. I think sometimes we have this idea like no job is perfect and we shouldn't look for our work actually to fulfill us. I always tell people your career is one aspect of the larger ecosystem of your life. So think about what it is that you really want and then have a conversation with where you're at to see if you can actually get that fulfilled where you are. I think that's yeah. a great starting place to really go for. And I've seen as well individuals that have jumped ship. They said, you know, my company would never go for this. They've never done anything like this. So I'm going to go be a consultant and, you know, find new clients. And then what they found is their old employer <laughs> wants to keep employing them as a consultant and they don't even have enough time for other work. It is interesting to say like, you know, go first and ask for what it is you think you want. Even if the company's never done that before, companies are doing a lot of things they've never done before and probably you can set it up in a really nice way. Oh, absolutely. I totally agree with that. I think what people are missing just as much as employees themselves are reimagining and, and thinking about what they want to do, the employers are in the same spot. I mean, we're all yeah. in the midst of this uncertainty. So they are re-engaging, redefining, and re-examining how they want to engage and how they want to work. And they're very much interested in thinking about new ways and partnering with the people that are there to think about new ways that they can actually attract, retain, and to keep and to come together to partner to move into this next iteration of what we're moving into in terms of the future of work. And with all of these new ideas and, you know, finding purposes and seeing what you really want to do in life, of course, that makes uh, company CEOs and business owners a little bit nervous about the great resignation. So how would you say that leaders can really keep their teams engaged? And yeah, do you believe that priorities have changed there in terms of leadership and how you lead? Oh, absolutely. I do. I think that, first of all, priorities have shifted quite dramatically. I think right now, employers are really reconnecting with their purpose and their values. And what they're looking for is how can they bring their employees along in the same route in terms of connecting to that purpose and values. I think that is one of the best ways for them to start to retain their employees is to make sure that they're tapping into what it is that they want to do, what are the skill sets that they bring to bear and really connecting those and leveraging those to their own purpose and value systems so that the employee, while they're there, can feel as if they're making a 
contribution. And then also to recognize that, right? To really engage in some praise and recognition, identify the things that they value and what they bring to the table, finding ways to recognize that and praise that and let everyone know that they really value their presence. They value their contribution, you know, very much in terms of what they're bringing into the workplace. And I also think creating a learning environment, creating a space that is allowing them to reskill, upskill, retool so that the employee themselves can reimagine what it is that maybe they were doing or what they could potentially do as roles shift, as positions change, as new ones come to bear with what we've seen in the, in the, the course of the pandemic, you know, the focus on wellness, the focus on, you know, making sure that people are feeling like there's trust, feeling like there is a higher level of engagement, greater levels of productivity, managing people in a hybrid work situation or remote situation, not overtaxing people with Zoom calls. <laughs> I think we have to like roll the, roll the, the thing back on that one. But there's so many things that are shifting, you know, to really create an environment of trust, a culture of trust, a culture of connectivity, a culture of value and a culture of purpose and learning in, in a new and, and bright and exciting ways. I think as employers create those type of dynamics, it'll help employees feel as if they can make a better connection, that they can really thrive and um, in that workplace and find fulfillment and find purpose in the environment that they may already find themselves or connecting to one that really resonates with them at a much higher level. So as the employee looks for fulfillment and purpose, as I said, I think employers are doing the same thing and making some connections between what is our purpose and value and making sure that that's aligned with the people that are in there so that they can really grow and create something amazing together moving forward in the future. Well, Carol, I appreciate all of your ideas and insights. Anything else that you feel that you'd like to to add around this topic? I love this idea about right now, this focus on health and wellness. I've seen some employers create like chief wellness officers Mm -hmm. and really lean into the health and wellness of their employees. And I think that is shifting the idea of this constant, constant work. It's a new way of thinking even for employees because we've been so particularly high achieving, high ambitious people. We're so used to working those, you know, 80 hour work weeks. And now it's an opportunity to kind of roll that back and really think about self-care think about wellness, to think about how you can raise your productivity, be more successful in the workplace by really taking care of yourself. And I love that employers are thinking about that as well, are thinking about the mental, emotional, and physical well-being of their people to really create a new way of working, a new way of managing, to no longer manage time, but really manage goals and outcomes, to really focus on contributing at your highest level with your purpose and passion and being rewarded for that type of work and your creativity and what you bring to the table, as opposed to just putting in the time, putting in the work, just keeping your head down. So I really am excited about seeing the shift in culture in organizations. And I think it's going to make a huge difference in just the life and fulfillment for employees, but definitely change the game for the amount of people that employers can really touch and tap into with hybridity and with the ability to really value the people that are working for them. Well, thank you, Carol. And it's been great having you here today. And thanks again. Thank you for having me. This has been great.